pretty interesting day for Fletcher. They've had such a series of issues lately. You think about the pipes, director's fee, annual results, etc. They had their AGM today. And uh, shareholders were on the floor with all sorts of questions. So we're going to take a look at what went down for that AGM very shortly. Right now, though, it is seven minutes past six on Newstalk ZB. And it turns out Wellington City Council officials knew about the town hall budget blowout six months before the councillors did. This week, the council voted to increase funding to earthquake strengthen the hall, which could reach a total of $329 million now. But it turns out the council's project team realised the costs were fast increasing at the beginning of the year. They alerted the council's chief executive in June. Mayor Tori Fano was told in September that's despite officials commissioning three reviews into the project. But councillors were kept in the dark until this month when staff asked them for a cash injection. Wellington City Councillor Tim Brown is with us. Hi, Tim. Hi, good evening. Do you think the council should have informed councillors earlier? Uh, The council did inform the councillors earlier, and anyone who suggests that we were in the dark is basically speaking complete bullshit. I mean, we got a tour of the town hall back in May, and around about that time, we also had several conversations with a lot of management that the budget for the project was in trouble and that what they were doing was a lot of research to be able to come back to us with a fully informed proposal that we would then know what to do with the, with the work. But there, were, there was no surprises after May that the project was in trouble with the budget. And to suggest that councillors didn't know is to suggest that they were basically had their head in the sand. Is it... Was the scale of the blowout something that you you understood when you when you were informed in May? It was it was very clear from touring the site with with the project team that there was in all probability a substantial increase in the budget. But there were also ways to mitigate those costs, which which is effectively what management have done. So in the ensuing period, they've employed a lot of expertise. They've, yeah. There has been a couple of management changes within the council and the project management. Uh, but they they have come back to us with a project which, at that point, had a budget. I think it was 185 million, and effectively today has a budget of 265 million dollars. So a lot of value engineering and changes and, and analysis of the problem has occurred in the ensuing period. But we were well aware at that point in time that the project was over budget and was going to need to change. And how do you feel about the the council's vote and decision to increase the funding? Uh, it was the right decision. The, 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 we, had to, we had a very stark choice in front of us. Yeah. So one choice was to demolish the building, and the all-up cost of that project at that stage would have been $200 million. So council would have invested $200 million into a piece of their land. Yeah. Or we could progress for the project and, and end up with a, with a fully functioning town hall in all of its charm and glory at a cost of about $265 million. So that the difference between bare land and a fully functioning town hall is about $65 million. And so for anybody to vote in favour of bare land is to show complete financial and and cultural illiteracy, in my view. Mm. How how do you think the council has come through with this as a whole? Obviously, there's been some public discontent when it comes to the town hall issue and and some fairly vocal voices uh, in the the Wellington public who perhaps disagree with the decision. How do you think the council um, has come through this whole process? Uh, Look, I think a lot of people jump to a lot of conclusions, and I think that's also one of the problems which, which... which is why there was no decision and there was not a lot of public announcement back in May, was that there was no point in people getting head up or concerned or trying to express strong opinions back yeah. in May when we didn't have the facts. So 
a lot of people have emailed me. I mean, we're talking a lot of people yeah. have emailed all the councillors, and I've when I've read their emails, they've often had they've had insufficient grasp of the detail. And when I've gone back to them, and I have re- replied to every single person who has emailed me, and explained the predicament. I think the majority of kids sort of said, come back and said, well, I hope that does work out. So I think people, once they have the facts, understand why we've decided what we've decided to do. Mm. Hey, thank you so much, Tim. I really appreciate it. Have a good evening. Thanks. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.